So we're going to continue with Chavis HaTalmidim. We're up to the 10th parak. We haven't learned it, I think, in uh, maybe three weeks. Chavis HaTalmidim. We're going to continue with the 10th parak. It's very interesting. It's obviously Shkach uh, HaPratis, but it has a lot to do with what we spoke about yesterday from the Svasemes, about, uh, you know, being able to turn the passion that a person has towards Avay Dezara, being able to turn that into the greatest vehicle to be used towards building the Mishkan. And so Mamashu is going to talk about in the 10th parak. We've spoken in the 9th parak at length about the, uh, about Eitzis, how a person can grow, how a person can work on being in a state of constant growth, we spoke about the, the necessity to do that in the eighth barak, practical eights is said to do that in the ninth barak, and now in, te- in the tenth barak, he's going to speak about how to turn around one's bad midos, how to turn them around into being vehicles to actually bring more light into a person's life, how when a person sees that he's challenged with certain you know, uh, emotional challenges, a person's challenged with certain bad midos, how really they're not bad midos, they're being expressed in a way which seems to be bad, but if a person utilizes them properly, they're actually the person's greatest asset. This is something which, again, we spoke about a little bit yesterday, but it's something which is very, very important for us to know. Uh, he, he spoke about this at the beginning of it, if you remember in Nagdama, all the way back in Nagdama, he speaks in Nagdama about when a Rebbe or a parent sees a child who's very wild or sees a child who's very energetic and automatically assumes that the child is rotten, the child's bad, the child is not going to be matzliach in the classroom. It's only because they're, rec- they're looking at that child as being somebody who's intrinsically bad because they have a bad midah. They're intrinsically wild because they have a wild personality. If the Rebbe or the parent understands it, no, the role is, yeah, this child has a certain character trait. This child is a child who likes, who has a lot of energy. If I can channel that energy, if I can utilize that energy in a healthy way, on the contrary, instead of the child being my biggest, uh, the biggest tsar that I have, being the biggest issue, that child can be the greatest asset to the classroom. If I know how to utilize that child's, that child's personality properly, that's what he's gonna talk about in this, uh, in this parak to do it on our own, which means in Akdama he's talking about how as parents and as educators, we can do that when we look at our children and our students. And in this parak he's talking more to the Talmidim, how they themselves can figure out how, to, uh, how on their own to be able to, to, be able to turn around our bad midas, or those which seem to be bad, and to be able to turn them into ma'orei ar, into actual lights. And therefore he begins the parak and he says, Many times a person sees Steerus, the person sees contradictions. Many times people see contradictions and it bothers them very much. How is it possible there are contradictions, whether it's in the world, whether it's in other people, whether it's in other things. The person sees contradictions and they become very bothered by the contradictions. And really the answer to the contradictions is, is you're looking at it in a very superficial way. And therefore on the external, on the lavosh, it looks like there's a contradiction. If you would understand the background, if you understand things a little bit more internally, if you'd be able to look at the panemius, you'd understand that it's not really a contradiction. Really everything makes a lot of sense. You're just looking at it very in a very superficial way. There is no contradiction. It's not a kasha with the terrets. Everything works out well. It's just that it's being, it's being shown in different ways. It's being expressed in different ways. And therefore, it looks like there's a stira. Really, if you understand it properly, you understand it's not a stira. I was listening to the other day to this, uh, what's called the, the Coach Menachem thing. So he had on Unsil Klatsko. So he's talking about you know, the, you know, the big questions that people have and the big contradictions that people have between science and Torah and how to be able to be miyachedem. And he said, if, if you understand things properly, you understand that there aren't stiras, there's not many kashas, and many of the things that we think are like mind-blowing questions, it's just because we have a very superficial view of Torah or of science, we don't understand things properly, and therefore we get thrown off by uh, things are big, big questions, big contradictions, if you understand things properly, if you have the proper knowledge in the background in Mamari Chazal and in science, and you understand the way things work, so you'll get to have them. You read just the Gemara, and you don't read the Mashan, you don't read the Mefarshim, and you don't read, you know, he's talking about, you know, Rabbi Aaron Feldman's Pirish of the Juggler and the King, and you don't, you don't understand the thing properly, so you think that the Steelers, once you get into the Panemius, once you understand 
a topic well, so then you start to understand that there's not that many questions with terutzim. Rather, many things work pretty, pretty well. Things make a lot of sense. You just have to have a proper understanding and proper knowledge of the thing. And therefore, he says, I'm, I'm 100% certain. And after learning the Sefer up until the 10th parak, you probably have questions to say the following. We start off Parak Aleph, and the Pietzas is telling us that we're going to become we're going to become massive, massive people. And again, like he said in the first parak, it doesn't mean that we're going to be the greatest Lamdanim, it doesn't mean we're Rosh Hashivas, but we're going to be people who are big people, people who are G'daylem in Klal Yisrael in our own way. But he says, He says, Not only do I not feel that I'm somebody who's on the path towards greatness, because this Kedusha is hidden even from me. So you begin this. You begin this say for telling me about the the milus and the tremendous capabilities I have and how I can become great. And then we got like a few people come into the safer and you start talking about all the bad midas you have and how to get over laziness and how to get over you know the the matzav of shiflus and how to get over all of these bad machlas that we have. I, I thought you told me that I'm somebody who's ready ready to become great. You told me that I have the ability to become the next gadol adar. And then, you know, Parak 7, the 7th Parak, 8th Parak, 9th Parak, all talking about all of the challenges and all the things that I have that are pulling me down. And then you're and you're telling me how to be able to fix them up. Am I good? Do I have the ability to become great? Or do I have all of these challenges that you've been speaking about in the past few Prakim? Maybe I'm not going to become great, but you're telling me that not only am I not going to become great, I have these big challenges, I have things that are really, that are rot inside of me, I have things that are evil inside of me. How is it possible that these midas become natural to me and are part of my nefesh and teva? If you're telling me that I have an ashama inside of me and I can become somebody so great, so how is it that I'm so caught up in depression? How is it that I'm so caught up in laziness? How is it that I'm so caught up in Taivas Nashim? You tell me I'm somebody who has the ability to achieve greatness, and then you start talking about all of the basic human challenges that we all have. Am, am I great or am I not great? Am, am I somebody who's, you know, an Eitzer Kedusha B? Or am I somebody who, instead of having an Eitzer Kedusha inside of me, has all of these challenges inside of me? Kamar Stiru, it seems to be a contradiction. I'm somebody who's a, 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 somebody who's a, 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 um, a chai, you know, a. a, a I'm somebody who has the ability to become unbelievably great. I remember the way he starts off the first parak. He starts off right? You're the beloved child of the Rabbani Shalom. The Malachim are looking at you and are praising you and are jealous of you. And then you're telling me that like, and this is the reality. I know that this is the reality because this is what we deal with, that I have all these challenges and I don't always want to do the right thing. And I find myself getting angry and I find myself, I find myself losing patience with people and I find myself looking at things I shouldn't be looking at. So am I somebody that the Malachim are jealous of? Or am I somebody who's dealing with basic, simple human challenges which are, which are dragging me down all the way into the mud? And it's a stira. But this is a stira only in Mestaklam B'chitzonis and Yonah If you look at things externally, then it's a stira. He says, we're not people who want to stay on the outside. We're not going to get to the tachlis. We're not going to figure things out until we start to dig a little bit deeper and understand things properly. Everything that we've been speaking about, when we're talking about what we mean, 
And this is what the Baal Shem Tev was, was spoke about again and again. Ultimately, the Baal Shem Tev, what we do, what we mean is taking those midas, conquering them, and channeling them towards Taif. Right? Like we, we said this over many times before, the Baal Shem Tev says, Ezu, the mission, on the mission of us, Ezu a gibar a kaivish It doesn't say Ezu a gibar a hairigis The goal is not to kill your Yitzhahara. The goal is to take your Yitzhahara, capture it. What do you do with a captive? You then turn them over to your side, right? The ultimate, the greatest thing they can do when they, cap, when they capture you know, an Iranian spy is then turn them around to an Israeli spy. Right? If you get them to work for your side, that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate way you can flip the guy onto being in your side. The ultimate avoida is to be kaivish your and to be mahapachet. Right? The, the, the biggest challenge in, in Tikkun Amidus is that a person says, I'm naturally somebody who gets very angry. I'm naturally somebody who doesn't have patience. I'm naturally somebody who's lazy. I'm naturally somebody who's elates. So, you know, you tell me that basically the Rabban Shalom put me in this world and he put me with a certain tchunas anefesh that I, I'm, I'm a mishnik elates. I like making letzanas about everything. And then you're telling me, you know, wipe that out of you, get rid of that midah, don't be a late, and be the guy who's very serious, who's always walking around with kaivet roich, and is always walking around like this, and you, you walk around with your head held down, and uh, it's not me, so I'm supposed to break myself and not be me. Why would the put me in this world? It's, 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 it's sadistic. He puts me in this world with a, a great sense of humor. He puts me in this world with a, with a desire to be funny. I like the attention that I get when I say good jokes, and... Instead of doing that, the Rosh is telling me, and taking away this means, don't do any of that. Be the guy who's serious, who's sitting in the back of this medrash, who's you know, crying the whole davening, who's walking around the Kavit Rosh. That's not me. So Hashem put me in this world with all these Khrushchev to, to destroy them. He's telling you, no, that's not, that's not the avoid. That's not what tikkun amidus means. Tikkun, even the words tikkun amidus, doesn't say shviras amidus. Right? Tikkun amidus means that I'm being masakin, the amidus that I have. I have med- these are amidus that I have. These are, this is the nature of who I am. My nature is, I'm a guy who likes to make jokes. My nature is, I'm a guy who likes to, oh, a guy who's lazy. My nature is, I'm a guy who doesn't have a lot of patience. Now, the tikkun of those amidus is to use those amidus in a way which is healthy. To use the midah of Latsanas, the Gemara says, you can use Latsanas for Avaidah Zara. There's many things that you can use that in. You can be a Batchen. There's many ways that a person can take that Avaidah and channel it in a way which is very healthy. And therefore, the Avaidah is not to be, not to, not to destroy yourself. Not to destroy anything. It's not the Tachlas. To destroy yourself and destroy your Tchunas and Nefesh and take your natural capabilities and, and just throw them into the ground. Take those Midas Rois and turn them around into being, like he says, turn them into being something which lightens up a person's life and something which has the ability to use those Avaida to be able to serve Hashem. And to make from the, all of us, every part of our tchunas and nefesh, to make all of that into an am kadosh. To become as mamleches kainim like the rabbanu shem was rabbanu shem wants, and the rabbanu shem is master with us all the way by Har Sinai. And that's the avodah. The avodah is not okay. I have these bad midos, and therefore the pesach is telling me I can become great, and then he's telling me, but you're a human and you have all these challenges. Tell me you could become great, and the way to become great is to be mahapech these midos and to be able to use them for the proper thing, to be able to use them for avodah Hashem. Like we said from the svasamis yesterday, that's the whole the mile of a balchuva over at tzaddik is that balchuva knows what it's like to be passionate about things. Balchuva knows what it's like to be involved in things in a way which. A tzaddik doesn't have. A tzaddik lives his life with a lot of cheshben. A tzaddik lives his life slowly. A tzaddik lives his life with yeshiva das. A tzaddik doesn't know what it's like to get totally caught up in an avera. Tzaddik doesn't know. A tzaddik doesn't live in that world. A baltuva knows what it's like to get totally engrossed in an avera in a way that person the, the rush just overtakes a person. A person loses himself completely. Now when a baltuva becomes a baltuva, he takes that same kayach and now utilizes it for the healthiest things. He now utilizes it to get totally lost in avoid Hashem, to get totally lost in a davening, in a, in a, in a sugya, to get totally lost in something which is now taiv. He takes that same passion, that same desire, that same tchunas and 
and just instead of destroying it, is mahapeche for toiv. Right? Listen to many of the many of the Israeli Bali Chuba singers, like Yosef Karduner and, and you know Shuli Rand, many of these these chaver that became from the Friar world. So a lot of them said, I know Yosef Karduner specifically, I've heard him talk about this in Eretz Yisrael. He said like when he first became from, he put away his guitar. He's not, he's not touching his guitar, it's not. It's, you know, music, what, music. It, He's sitting and learning and davening the whole day, and he's always spoiled us, and he's, you know, he's involved in the voice of Hashem. Music, it's, it's a distraction. Okay, when he was fry, it was a nice thing to do, but now it's a distraction. Until finally he came to the, you know, to the realization that this is my voice of Hashem. If the voice put me in the world with the ability to play guitar like that, to be able to compose like that, to be able to sing like that, Obviously, that the Russian doesn't want me to destroy that. The Russian doesn't say, okay, take that and throw that all out the window and become from and never pick up a guitar. Fakara, pick up a guitar in a way where instead of, you know, instead of get, being involved in things which are not holy, now utilize the guitar to now sing songs which are bringing people closer to their bunch. Utilize that same talent and just utilize in a way which is called this guitar. Use, utilize in a way which is, which is helping a person, right? And this, this discussion I know happens very often in, in our Sameach and Eshatayra. A lot of these you know, people that are becoming from and they have certain certain tendencies and certain things and they think that part of becoming from means you have to lose your personality. You have to lose everything. Don't be, you know, don't be or don't be funny, just be serious. That's not, that's not what Hashem wants from any Balad Shuvah or any from person. Hashem doesn't want you to lose your personality. He wants you to use your personality and not lose your personality. Use it in a way which is healthy. Use it in a way which you're being, getting closer to the Hashem. Use it in a way which you're using that as a, as a springboard for Kedusha as opposed to the opposite. And that's what he says. That's the avoida to make from all of our tchunas and nefesh, to make that into, that into to an, to, the, to have the ability to be able to serve the Rabbanisham properly. When you look at a midah, if you look at the chitzonius of the midah, you say it's ra. You look at it as ra and you say this is, this is anger, this is laziness, this is lotzanas. It's something which is intrinsically evil. It's not true. Shalach lano Hashem is about Hashem tev zeichat tzadik levracha ishali kim kadosh v'stalmidav akadoshim achrav the Marshim sent us baruch Hashem the Baal Shem tev and his talmidim ma'ere Yisrael v'im limdu aisana they taught us shamidos beish Yisrael kadoshes kadoshesim that the midah that a yid has any tchunas and nefesh that a yid has is beetzim intrinsically holy they marim in mafias and mishdal shalays berak ba'olam azeh ba'goshal olam azeh. Only when it comes down and is, is expressed in this world and in a guf and oilam amzeh, if you don't know how to utilize them properly, then the external lavush of that midah, instead of, you, instead of recognizing how it's kadosh, instead of recognizing how that gets you closer to the run shalalam, on the contrary, it looks like it's something which is bad. Right, you take clean water and you put it in a, in a, dirty, in a dirty vessel. Right, if the vessel is very dirty, so even if it doesn't get the actual water dirty, but when you look in the in the bucket, it looks like the water is dirty. Right, there's a, there's a glass, and the glass itself is dirty. You're looking from the outside, at, you know, at the water, so the water looks dirty. If you look at the top, or if you take a cup of water out, you'd realize that the water is crystal clear, and it's just that the glass itself is dirty. So the water is not dirty; it's just in a vessel which is dirty. And the same thing with midos, same thing with tchunas anavesh. Sometimes they look like they're evil, but it's not evil. It's just that they're enclosed. They're in a lavush of something which is not taiv. When a person is able to look at them in a way of pnimius, a person is able to take it out of that, that clothing, of that, uh, out of that vessel, out of that vehicle which is not being utilized properly, and utilize them for taiv, then a person realizes that the only taiv, and midas be'ish Yisrael Kedosh Yisrael. Well, we'll just do one more paragraph. He says, He says, if you don't know, he's paraphrasing a Gemara, if you don't know, you've heard, you've heard of this concept of Sviros, there's the way the Rabbanisham expresses himself in this world. The Rabbanisham expresses himself and acts with this world through these ten spheres. 
If you don't know what Sviris are, because you haven't learned Sifri Kabbalah yet. But nevertheless, he says, every one of us daven every morning. And you say every davening, all the 10 Sviris I mentioned every morning in davening. We say, Gdula is Midsach Chesed, Gvura, Tferes, Netzach Hoid. And then we go, Kichal Bashmaim of Arts is Midsach Yisoyed. So even if you don't know what these ten spirits are, you mention them every day. He says, I guess he's talking to Chesid Shabachram. He says, "Mi bechem asher lo yomer aches spirits aimer mashe begati bespirits chesed shebechesed gvurus shebechesed chesed shebetferes." Right? We all know. Even in the Ashkenaz Adurim, this has this. Even in the Arts Ashkenaz Adurim, on the every day of Sviris Aimer, it says, "Right, Chesed Shabachesed, Gvur Shabachesed." It goes through all the seven Sviris, and the seven Sviris with each each one of the seven Sviris. The other Sviris. So you've definitely heard about this concept of Sviris. The same way the Rebbeinu interacts with the world with these ten Sviris. Every one of us has these ten Sviris inside of us. These ten spheres, which he doesn't go into, he can look at Tanya and many of the Swarm which discuss at length what these ten spheres are and how to utilize them properly. But every one of us, the same way Hashem expresses himself through these ten spheres and acts within this world through these ten spheres, we also have them inside of us. And therefore he says, Bamidis Chesed Sharbana. Let's talk about Midas Chesed, right? He doesn't talk about Chachma bin Adas. It begins with Chesed. She is Talshos Min Sphere Sachesed Hava Al Yoina. Where does the midah of chesed inside of us come? My Klai Yisrael is naturally, naturally chesedim. It's one of the natural midahs that we have. Where does the midah of chesed come from? So the midah of chesed inside of us is a mushal, or it, it, it comes from, and where it's sourced in, is the chesed that the Rabban Shem had towards Klai Yisrael, the chesed that the Rabban has towards the world, and the Ahava the Malachim Avaydis Bayram. It all, it's all expressed in higher worlds up there, Kaviachal Bad Rabban the chesed of Hashem, and it's expressed down us with it, you know, there's a mirror image of that chesed, that Midas chesed, which is find, found in us. Right? As the Pasuk says, Venaisen Behava Rishas talks about the Malachim having this Ahava, Ahava's Midas chesed, Gambano Rakadusha. The avoid of midas chesed inside of us is to utilize that feeling of ahava, that feeling of chesed. Chesed comes from an expression of ahava. I want to give something. I want to give to somebody else that comes from ahava. The proper utilization of midas chesed is that I love and I desire things which are holy. Now, there's, there's something which is called the Havana which comes from that same midah of chesed, except that it's used for things which are evil, right? The Pasuk says that a person shouldn't be ishkiika chesed who, right? If a man's together with his sister, that's chesed. That's a perverted kind of chesed. That's also chesed. It's also coming from that same place of ahava, except it's ahava which is not done properly. It's ahava which is not given over properly. A person's married, and a person, you know, a person chalila is, is uh, over an ashes ish. So that's also chesed. A person wants to give, except you're giving to places that you're not supposed to be giving. That's chesed. That's ahava, but it's ahava which is ahava nefula. It's a chesed. So the ahava itself is not intrinsically bad. The ahava itself is the holiest thing. The ahava is meant to be ahava Hashem and Yerush Hashem. Right, we just had a Mishaburi yesterday for those that started learning Dirshu, right? So one of the Sheshmits is Tmidias the Berlacha brings down is that every second, every second day of the ability to make a mitzvah, mitzvah to say, that Midas HaChesed is a holy thing. If you use a Hava and Chesed in a way which is evil, if you use it in a way utilizing that same Midah for something which you're not supposed to love, that's a Hava and a Fula. But a Hava itself is not bad. Gvur is the same thing. Gvur is Yira Amitis. Gvur is Tav Yira, the proper constraint. Now, that there's a way in, to do it in, in, in which it's proper, to have proper Yira Hashem, the proper Gvura, the proper, proper balances, and there's a way to do it in a way which is improper. If a person's stingy and a person doesn't want to give out his money, it's also Midas Gvura. A Hava Chesed would tell you to give out money, 
Gvura is telling you to hold back. So Gvura, when you're holding yourself back from doing things which you shouldn't be doing, or you're holding yourself from giving money to people that you shouldn't be giving to, that's a healthy thing. Gvura, when you're holding yourself back and being stingy to give tzedakah, that's a Gvura which is not intrinsically bad, but it's a Gvura which is being utilized for something which is bad. Or he has a Havan Yira. Stop, a person has a Havan Yira from things a person's afraid of, you know, afraid of animals, afraid of dogs, afraid of thunder, afraid of things that you shouldn't be afraid of. Or a person, again, like the Mishabur writes at the beginning, you know, the first, the first halacha in, in Arachayim, a person has Busha, a person has Yira in front of people that are going to make fun of him. Okay, that's me to say Yira also. You're also, you're also you're afraid. But instead of being afraid of the Rabban Shalom, you now become afraid of people. And you say, I don't want to do this because people are going to make fun of me and say, stop being so from. So that's also me to say Yira, but it's the same me to say Yira, which instead of being used to have a Yira Hashem, you're having years of people. You naturally have a hava in Person davens with a hava, with yira, with a chuka, with kaguim. To have, to have the, uh, to ben al-oviv, shenisrachim menu, shekulim ispal, misraches al-oviv, achaliba kailov. Person has that ahava, that dveikas, that desire to get close to Hashem, and utilize in tefillah, that's the greatest midah. V'chem b'yira, why you stop like ishu seyla b'yira, shevetivah levad. You naturally have a yira inside of you, you naturally have fear. Ashalein nizgala b'kira v'ena margish zazuya nefesh b'menu. Rak tzarech l'is erb is maman is manu. You have to take that yira which is naturally inside of you, and now utilize it to have yira niglis, to have a proper, revealed kind of yira. You know, Simon Aleph, Halacha, Sif Aleph, as a person has to have Shavisa Shalom the Nagdi Summit. So you have Yira inside of you. That's part of your Teva, that you have Ahava. You have Yira inside of you. But don't just have those Midas inside. Utilize them, not only for, not only not for Ra, but utilize them for the Indian of Taif. Shavisa Shalom the Nagdi Summit. Recognize you're standing before Hashem. Kul Yepachid Vizidem and Hadar Kvoidai. I mean, godless kvurase asher lafanov. Think about the Rabban Shalom. Recognize a pachet from Hashem. You were so roibimos. You were so einish. Recognize that you're standing in front of the Rabban Shalom. And in a person has the ability to utilize those midas. That's that's we'll continue with term next week. But that's that's what he goes on and explains that this this is our ikra avoid. It's not to squash anything, not to be, break our personality, but on the contrary, to be able to utilize that same personality Hashem gave us and to use that for the Indian of Taif. And by doing that, we'll be able to be mahapech and be able to recognize that those midas are be etzem taif. We just have to be utilized in their proper form.